killer! Pod. From outer space. What is up, party people? Welcome back to another episode of Killer Pod from Outer Space. I am, uh, well, I used to be one of your hosts. My name is Jeff. And with me Still as a host? <laughs> with Jeez. me as always is uh, my buddy Vinny. What's going on, Vinny? Hello, everybody. Welcome back. You want to introduce the hotlines? No, you're the hotline guy. All right. On the uh, Jaws Toonie Terror hotline, we got Peter. Yo, yo, yo. And on the uh, Godzilla bobblehead hotline, we got Sean. Hey, Pod Boys. What's up, everybody? I forgot how fucking awesome that new intro is. Yeah, I know. Does got sound some, nice. Got some cowbell in there. Yeah, a lot of cowbell. Good stuff. And then uh, I think I think it's the first time we've used it since we premiered it because we've done a bunch of we had a lot of watches or dies watches or dies and stuff. But when that when that uh, that war game shout happens, it hits. Oh yeah, it hits. That's from that is that from NXT? Yeah. Who do you, who is it that says that? Oh, it's William Regal. It says it. I'm trying to think of which war games he's setting up with that one. I think it was on. I think it was one of the later ones with undisputed error. Era. Yeah, yeah. Cool. Wrestling's coming back. Yep, yep, yep. Monday Night Raw was good again. Mm -hmm. I fell asleep before the main event, though. But apparently, it did not go the way everyone thought it was gonna. Hmm. So we'll see. Um. So this is our Camp Blood pre-show. We've been talking Camp Blood and our excitement level for it all summer long, and it is upon us. This weekend, Labor Day weekend, we will be there strong this time. Big group, big group. Um, one person from the group will be arriving the first night on Thursday. Then the rest of us are going to trickle in Friday and we'll be there all weekend long. One person's bringing a shower with him. A flat top grill, which is going to hopefully not get us thrown out. Might get him thrown out, but... We'll just, oh, yeah. we'll just, it might get him in trouble. I'll just we'll pretend just, to not know. Yeah, we'll just disassociate. Like, well, this guy is. He's, oh, what a weirdo. I, he thought he was one of the carnies. I, I don't know what's going on. Um, but yeah, good lineup of movies. Good events. <clears throat> We've talked about it plenty. But the uh, Killer Pod from Outer Space flag will be flying high. So if you see it on a, on a uh, what's it called? Not a tent. How's that thing Can called? Canopy. Canopy, thank you. Stop by and say hi. Sling some beers with us. Or if I'm just running through the field with it, like Olympic style. Ooh, we should wear it um, as a cape when we do the egg toss. But what's your guys' excitement level at? Especially you, Pete. This is your first one. Um, I'll be a lot more excited. I mean, I am excited, but I, I need to get through this week. So how week? Had a shitty had a shitty day at work today. Uh, just fucking hot and annoying and yeah. Those boxers you mentioned had to be gross. Uh, that was just a joke. <laughs> but I have I have thrown boxes at the end of a shift out before. But it's usually like for good reason. Like <laughs> they were they like they were our, like they were the boxes that had the holes in them that I've had for years. Yeah. I'm just like I'm finally just fucking done with these. <laughs> um 
but yeah, no, I was just, you know, and, and today, like I, I was driving home from work and I was like, fuck, like, I'm not, I'm not going to have, cause I'm working a long day double tomorrow. And then Thursday's kind of up in the air because I have a lot of shit to do to prep to make sure that Friday's not a really long day so I can get out of there. Yeah. Um, so I was like, oh, I should go do my shopping now. So I went and hit the liquor store and I went and I got like snacks. I got like chips and some deli meats to have in the cooler. Oh, for, nice. Yeah, but why, uh, why have we never thought of deli meats? I think we have. We just never pulled the trigger. Because like, so, yeah, so I'm yeah, just going to Sandwiches like are like a pretty common thing yeah so i'm just gonna bring like a loaf of bread mayo mustard cheese and some de- and some meats mm. anyone wants to throw a sandwich together thinking about bringing... jerry went jerry went full charcuterie board last uh whatever uh vhs fest when we were there a couple uh, last month yeah I was... well i don't think jerry goes anywhere without a stick of pepperoni he <laughs> had all the meats and sliced cheeses he's a gentleman <laughs> literally i i've he's i've been like when he, I used to sleep on that futon in his old room. Like we would wake up in the morning, he'd be like, "What is that?" And he'd like roll over, and he's like, "Oh, stick of pepperoni." <laughs> That's why we love him. All right, let's dive into these beers. Jeff, you have a different kind of beer tonight. You're doing a uh, responsible detox before yeah. the debacle. I was also at a bachelor party this weekend, and it was wild. But I'm drinking boiling. Bottling company root beer made with cane sugar. It's quite tasty. Handsome bottle. Yeah, I like their black cherry stuff. I never had the root beer. Pretty good. I like it. You ever throw together a root beer float? Um, it's not the same. Yeah. Got to got to get it from somewhere. Right. Get the fountain. Yeah. Dude, why isn't it this? Why isn't it the same when you do it yourself? It's I don't just understand. weird. I don't know what it is, but it's not. The ice cream always melts too fast, and the soda, uh, the uh, root beer always like. Half of it will be foam, and I don't know. I think it's because of the fountain and the, the carbonation. Yeah. Yeah, you got to freeze your glass. Yeah, maybe that, that's probably part of it, yeah. Sean, what do you got? Uh, in honor of this upcoming weekend, I picked up a double nickel beer today, which has become a pretty popular brewery for me. It's called The Big Weekend. It's mm. a good ode. It, it, hazy double IPA, 9%. Mm, cool can. Or cool beer. Good, good brew. Pito. Mm. Um, I have a beer I brought back from um uh, my short trip for my cousin's wedding to Long Island uh, the other week. It's uh Sand City Brewing Company Red Sand Dry Hopped Amber Ale, Northport, New York. Dude, I haven't had it since we were there but sand city is good stuff oh you've had it yeah we were there together that's the brewery we went to before andy and kyle's wedding really Mm -hmm. that's not the one i went to well they must have expanded them no no north what'd you call say the town was called northport yeah that's where we were maybe they changed locations maybe they had multiple locations i mean when we went it was a that one was like yeah it was was like really small so maybe they expanded, and... but the beer was like super high quality, and I fucking love that town. It felt like I was in like the actual Amityville from Jaws. Yeah, I loved it. So that's not the town that I was in, and that's not the place that I went and drank. But yeah, maybe it's just bigger now. I mean, that was 
five years ago now. Yeah, so. and it was like right on their little downtown strip. And I remember we had to like walk up a flight of stairs, and there was like a little tiny deck. And yeah, it was real small. In fact, small. I don't even remember seeing any brewing equipment there. So maybe yeah, that was like true. a it's tasting like a tap, room. It's a tasting room. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sometimes if you trim the bushes out front, it makes everything just seem bigger. <laughs> <laughs> so they say. All right. Um, for me tonight. Yeah, this is good. Oh, it's good. Yeah. What did you say? It was a red IPA? Dry hopped amber ale. Amber. Yeah. I went I went on a little that day. I went. It was the same day I went to the Amityville house, drove by there. I got a little bagel breakfast, and then I went and I drank like four beers in a half hour because I had to get back and uh yeah all right the guy was like he was like I would just like kind of drink it and go back and be like I'll try that one and then that one he's like you're just like doing business aren't you I was like <laughs> yeah. you know all right I got from Belching Beaver had a couple of brews from these guys they're out of Oceanside California this is a another music collaboration. They collabed up with uh, Deftones for a Swerve City uh, IPA with passion fruit, orange, and guava. So a nice tropical summer IPA. <laughs> Comes in at a 6.6%. Nice summery can. I've had a lot of music selection beers lately. Hey, where did you get all these from? Um, Steph ordered a whole bunch for me for my birthday hmm. so I got I got more Deftones ones coming I have the Pantera one coming soon you wow. see um did you see I think it was three Floyds oh, did a municipal did a municipal waste beer oh really for it, where's three Floyds from I think uh, uh Midwest I forget what state yeah was. wherever it was wherever they were playing I think it was like an exclusive beer for that day at the venue. Yeah, that's cool. I saw them post about it. All right. Anybody have any news or what they've been watching they'd like to mention? I have some stuff I've been watching. Um, I concluded the journey of Better Call Saul the other day. I don't know if any of you guys are into that. Nah, I, I mean, I intend to someday. It's worth it. Yeah. Never watched it. Um, it's, I mean, if you like Breaking Bad, it, it you know, it, it's different, but it has, you know, there's some, you know, some characters that come back or, or not come back or kind of in it, you know, because it's a prequel. Um, but it has, you know, it's very suspenseful, but in a different way. Um, uh, shit. Didn't it wrap um, up? Um, uh, I heard someone on a podcast talking about, so, uh, Jesse had a pretty big role towards the end, right? And Walter White? Mm, not really. Oh. Basically a cameo. Oh, okay. I mean, they, they were in it. Like, not like just not for like a brief second, but... Um, it wasn't, they like, kind it wasn't of, like they like walked by in a store or something? No. They, it, they kind of re, redo like them meeting. And then there's a little bit of... Uh, of um, interaction between him and Walt post, like uh, post getting away, like like when when they go to that vacuum dude mm. to 
to get them off the grid. There, I think there's a period of time where they're he has them in like a bunker while he's like fixing their shit yeah. to get together, and they're just in this like small room bunker together. And there's just like there's like five minutes or ten minutes of them talking, and and Walt is like full 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 nut job, and and Saul's just like you're kind of getting. You, you're kind of you're kind of just like getting to know him and what what what's his deal like the whole time. So, hmm. yeah. Um, Strong finish. Though? I. Yeah, it was pretty good. I mean, I can't complain. I thought I thought it was appropriate for appropriate rounding out of the character. Um, I and I haven't really, you know, I think that this kind of fell under the radar. Like, I don't know. It definitely didn't have the as huge of a following as Breaking Bad, but. Um, I you know I haven't heard like people complaining about it. So, um, I know I mentioned this on the last episode, the Prey episode, but um, show that I've been enjoying on Hulu. It's an FX original that goes to Hulu. Um, Reservation Dogs. It's about these young, like sixteen to eighteen year old teens that live on a Indian reservation and I want to say Arizona or New Mexico um, or maybe Oklahoma you know that area of the country mm. um, and it's like a it's like a comedy dramedy they're trying to they're trying to like get out of Dodge and save up money to move to California and it's just uh, um, some funny stuff happens and I don't know, it's it's good like light-hearted um, quick watch. They're like 27 minute episodes. Um, so that's been good. And I've also really been enjoying, I started only murders in the building with, um, Steve Martin and, uh, um, uh, Martin short, Martin short and Selena Gomez. Uh, have you started that yet, Sean? It seems like something you might have started. Yeah. Uh, we watched the first season and then I've seen the first—I don't know—two or three episodes of the second season. Yeah, um, I like it. I also, yeah, like, I do good too. Things. Also, lighthearted comedy, good like you know, not heavy material to watch. So, no, nah, so this is good. Uh, Steve Martin's good. Yeah. Um. So those are the, the three shows I've been watching, and then I wanted to ask you guys what your thoughts are or if you've heard even heard that it's happening next month uh i think amc if it's not amc it's fx i'm pretty sure it's amc is doing a interview with a vampire series yeah and the vampire is the guy who played uh gray worm on game of thrones ah that's interesting yeah that's actually that, that makes it look, me a little bit more Intrigued because that's that's pretty yeah. good casting. The actor who plays the uh, interviewer role, I don't know him. I don't know his name, but I've seen him in things, and he also is pretty good. I think he's older. It's not like the young. Um, uh, uh, what's his name? God damn it! Anyway. Um, yeah, I mean, I'm probably going to check it out. I yeah, I trust uh, AMC Network 
and yeah. it'll be a good like precursor into getting into October when we're I'm just gonna be fully absorbing horror all month long. Yeah. Um. Before we get into the horror season, I'm I'm late to the party, but I hopped on the Peaky Blinders train, mm. and I am completely in. I'm like oh, half, Peaky I'm Blinders like, is awesome. I'm like halfway through season one, and I am sucked in. That is a very well made show. Oh man, buckle up. Yeah. Uh, I don't. So I I think we watched three or four seasons, and then she and I talked about. I mean, she she didn't watch it with me. Uh, starting from the beginning, which I'm fully on board, board board with, but we haven't gotten around to doing it just yet. Yeah, I, I, I love that. I love that show. I watched it for the first time when my leg was broken, and at that time, I think only the first and second season was out. And I watched it, and then I think that they, as the show, even took a, a break before like restarting. Yeah. Um. So then I just kind of like forgot about it. And then I was like, oh, if I'm kind of like what Sean said, like I, it got to be the point where there were like five seasons. I was like, well, if I'm going to watch it, I'm going to have to rewatch because I don't remember anything. But um, yeah, great, great show. Great character development. Love the older great, brother. Great cast. Yeah. I'm into it. And every time, every time I'm like putting it on, I'm like, peaky blindness. <laughs> got to say it. Uh, then the only other thing I wanted to throw out there is the announcement of the Hellraiser reboot. Okay. Coming to Hulu. I don't think it'll be bad. So. Um, I mean, it, it's tough. It, it's, it's like the Freddy Krueger thing, like not having Doug Bradley. Uh, yeah. He wasn't in the last one, right? No. But I didn't see it. But the thing with and like we talked about when we did the Hellraiser list, it doesn't have to be good or well made to have me like be into it as long as it's like the right kind of weird or off yeah. the walls. Go- goopy, <laughs> goopy, sexy, leather. Um, it's like the three three things you need. I should have pulled up the bloody disgusting article, but the. The director is the guy that did The Ritual, and I really dig that movie. Mm. So that makes me have a little more trust. But then what kind of caught my interest even more, because the creative team sounds really good, is they also greenlit a HBO series for Hellraiser. So that could be oh, yeah. cool. Oh, I yeah. I heard that, too. Yeah. Is, is Shane so excited? Yeah, probably. <laughs> oh, and uh, Clive Barker gave his blessing for both. He, he is producing... Both things, the movie and the series, so that also makes it a little bit more promising. Uh, uh, something I wanted to ask if you guys saw, um, did you see Sean Cunningham, producer of Friday the 13th, teased possibly a 13th installment coming this year? Was it actually a tease? Was it, wasn't I, it in like, I, I don't know. He, wasn't it in he like made his, like, mention of it, his I cameo it was... or something, bio. It was, it was like his bio on social media and said, and then at the end there was like a little blurb of said, and also, you know, writer or producer of the upcoming yeah. sequel. So I don't know. I didn't see any actual news other than that, but yeah. curious. Yeah. I did hear that what, all I heard is that whatever wrench was in the works that was holding it up had been fixed. 
yeah. or dealt or dealt with. And then now it should be, you know. Yeah, I mean, if you're really, I mean, I'm not... if you're really interested, Larry Zerner, who plays Shelly in Part Three, is going to be at Camp Blood. He's an entertainment lawyer now. So, like, whenever there was like an update, he would basically go on the internet and explain it for all us like stupid people. Oh, so yeah, it had to do with the original writer. So and... everyone's going to be asking about Camp Blood. Uh, most likely. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Philip Pod getting the inside scoop this weekend. Oh right. yeah. For what, forty bucks? <laughs> Autograph, selfie, and bucks. some insider info. Thirty bucks. Thirty bucks. Oh, get that. Uh, Sean, you have anything on the watch or news front? No, Dan not really. I we went away uh, to Cape May this weekend, and I I did not watch a ton. Ah, the Prowler, Cape May. Yeah, yeah. I got to go. Uh, we did a couple of breweries. I usually go to Cape May Brewing, but we went to a place called Bear Brewing, which I think opened up within the last six months or so. Down in Cape May, it was really good. Mm. Had a uh, very nice fest beer while I was sitting there. I like Cape May. Cape May comes yeah, great uh, place for, for the Northeast listeners that vacation at the Jersey Shore. For me, Cape May came like full circle. When I was a little kid, loved it. Then, like when my tween, early teen years, Cape May wasn't cool. And now that I'm uh, an adult, love some Cape May. It's a completely different vibe from the rest of the Jersey shore where they're yeah. crowded and, you know, McMansions yeah. and assholes. Just, I, I think it a lot of farmland and a lot of people live there year round. Yeah. In Cape cool May place. Versus... We really like visiting. Yeah. My brother lived in Cape May courthouse for four years, which is like the town outside of Cape May. What did he do? And, uh, nothing. That's why he moved back to Philly. Well, why was he in the courthouse then? No, it was the yeah. the town. I mean, I know, I know what you're saying. <laughs> <laughs> you're like, I, don't, I don't want to acknowledge it, but I'm uh, I know, saying. I know what you're doing. <laughs> I know what you're doing. Um, Jeffrey, you got anything? Nah, I, last thing I watched was Prey, and then it's just been. You got a knows. I don't. You got know. a October trip that's relevant and very exciting. Yeah, I'm going to. I think I. Oh, I, maybe not. I'm going to Universal. Uh, was it Horror Nights? Hollywood Horror Nights. Hollywood Horror Nights. So that'll be fun. Killer Clown's House, Halloween 78. Dude, it's going gonna, it's gonna to blow your mind. Yeah, I mean, I'm, you know it's me. So I'm not fun. I'm not well-traveled, so, like, you're basically speaking Greek to me when you're like, oh, you're going to love I'm like, I don't understand why. But when I get there, I'm sure I will. It's just it's just the most high-caliber, high-quality haunted attractions you could ever do. Right. Um, and then just everything... Is for us like all the food vendors, their menus change to cater around Halloween and horror. All the drinks around Halloween and horror. It's a wonderful, wonderful time. Sweet. Did, did either of you guys or, or any of you guys ever come down to Eastern State Penitentiary and do their haunted house? I have not and, done that one surprisingly. No. The, the, years ago, it used to be one giant haunted house throughout the entire uh, prison. For anybody that's not from the area, to prison in philadelphia that's been closed since i think the 60s and they run haunted houses there and you can go visit um but now they're separating it out into like six haunted houses throughout and i think there's a bunch of bars and hmm. oh, that's pretty cool uh 
uh, yeah, it's like a, it's a whole thing now, but you know, maybe a little killer pod trip come down yeah, to my man. neighborhood and, uh, and, ask me twice. and then, um, also on the Halloween front, while we're on the topic, I don't know if I mentioned it before Hershey park, uh, they've always done like a family cutesy kind of Halloween thing for the kids. And this year for the first time ever, they're going like full, full haunted. So they're going to have five different haunted attractions. They're going to have scare zones around the park. And then what sounds really cool, there's going to be three roller coasters that'll be running all night long, but with the lights turned out, so it'll be pitch black. And while you're waiting in line for the coaster, it's like an open scare zone for goblins and ghouls to pop out and frighten you. Sounds like a good time. All right, ready to dive into this War Games? Yes, sir. All right, tonight's theme in honor of the... Camp Blood pre-show, we are doing camping, and this is open to all genres. Uh, I don't know about the other guys, but for me, a lot of horror, mostly horror, ended up on my list, but all genres, as long as it involves camping or going to camp. Um, we will be camping at Camp Blood, and obviously Camp Blood is based around Friday the 13th and campgrounds, all the... Employees at the driving theater are all dressed like counselors and act like camp counselors Telling us to stop drinking and smoking weed and all that kind of stuff like you would see in the movies So in honor of that we got camping and going to camp We're going with a list of ten All right, but hold on before we get into this list. I have breaking news breaking Attention all hot mamas pimp daddies and people rolled up in caddies Fred Durst is hosting a Halloween party on a boat, oh, October twenty second, on the Delaware River in Philadelphia. Nothing could go I wrong. <laughs> I thought you. I thought you were going to say he was dead. That's what I thought no, was coming. Jesus Christ, that would be much more sad. A Fred Durst hosted immersive Halloween experience party on a boat, October twenty second in Philadelphia. Oh. The boat's going to sink. Yeah, something. I, yeah, <laughs> I saw it. It was announced last night, I think, and I saw it, and, you know, I just think, like, like 10 years ago, I would be there. Yeah. But. Yeah, I don't feel like. 33. Falling off a boat, or the boat sinking and having to yeah. swim in the Delaware, like, it's going to be. That doesn't sound. That's like going to be a very time. interesting crowd. I, I don't even know. I don't even think. I don't even think that boat moves. It's Mo- Mushaloo, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Mushaloo doesn't move. It's a restaurant. Yeah. But. <laughs> So it's on an un, it's on a a appeared boat <laughs> that hasn't moved in fifty years or however long it's been parked. Yeah, but that's like a historical site now, and those people are going to destroy it. Yeah, they have like emo night though and stuff. Like they don't. They don't re- probably have proper. They don't respect so. the boat, is what you're saying. <laughs> yeah, it's not going to be Woodstock '99. <laughs> oh my god, that show! I blame Cheryl Crow. <laughs> I like Willie Nelson. It was definitely it was definitely all Willie's fault. <laughs> um, all right, so Jeff, I'm gonna lay out the uh, ground rules we got here. Yeah, yeah. Back to you know old school rules. Pete's already holding money in the bank. I think it's his third war games with it, right? Second, third, something like I that. I think I think third. All right, but you still have it, and you can hold it as long as he wants and use it whenever the hell he feels like it. Since we're doing ten tonight, we're going uh, regular. Quantity over quality, 
Ugh. Quantity over quality. I can't spit my words out tonight. So if you take the quantity pick, you'll get 10, 9, 6, 3. If you take the number one pick, you're getting 7, 4, and 1. And if you uh, just sit everything out, you're getting 8, 5, and 2. Not bad. Everybody happy with that? Not bad. Wonderful, wonderful. Who's what was ready? it? Five? What was it? What? The the last one? Eight, five, and... Eight, five, and two. Mm. That's not a bad spot to be in. Who's, who's won some trivia? Oh, boy. All right. All right, so I'm going to keep it in, in context with the show. The camping show it is. On the Nickelodeon series, Salute Your Shorts, what was the name of camp they attended? Arawak. Camp on Awana. Uh, oh, Arawana. Arawak's camp, um, fucking... Camp on Awana, we yes. hold you in our hearts. Yes. When we, we think, think about, about you, you, it, it makes, makes me want to fart. fart. This thing fell apart. <laughs> uh, what would you like, I, Pete? What's your choice here? In college, I lived across the street from somebody, or across the hall from somebody... That probably didn't appreciate it, but we called him Donkey Lips. Yeah. He looked like I, I imagine that was not a, a nice nickname. He did look just like him. <laughs> I mean, uh, yeah. So I will take, I'll take quantity. Why not? All right, yeah. right. easy peasy. Next trivia question. Keep it a little more current for you guys. In Fear Street Part Two. What is the name of the camp that they are staying at? Oh God! Oh, uh, we need a we need to patch Sean back in. Oh, we lost him. Boo! Wow, he's making demands. He told me I should pause the show to bring him back in. I don't think so. I'll just call. We're him. just doing this live. I mean, I don't, who's this guy think he is? I'm just stopping business to <laughs> to call him up on the telly. I wonder why that happens every once in a while. I don't know. This is live. I... My bad. Would you hang up? Jeff. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, would you hang up? Yeah, I bumped my... I leaned over to look at my phone, and I bumped my headphone and ended the call. Well, Don't do that. Don't do that. Sorry, sorry. I, I caught the trivia, though. I, I just suck at it. All right. I don't know what the answer is. Well, was there a second trivia question? I don't think uh, you read the question yet. No, I only heard the first one. I uh, the, the uh, second question was in Fear Street Part 2 on Netflix. What's the name of the camp they are at? Oh, fuck me. You guys need to come prepared. <laughs> That's a tough one. I've it... only seen it once. It was yeah, like all over the stores, though. They put all the, the merch out and stuff. Nah, I'm not going to get it. Camp Nightwing. Mm. Yeah, I would have never gotten that. No, now that you say it, I'm, yeah, but no, I wouldn't have got it. You got a backup question? Yeah, I got all sorts of questions. No, that's that's what good. I do. Yeah. Um, but it's all, I kept it all the same. But this one's a little different. There's sleep... This is tough because Vinny and I, Vinny and I both suck at trivia. Three <laughs> Sleepaway Camp movies, four if you count the lost one. Mm -hmm. What is the subtitle of the second one? Unhappy Campers. There you go. Vinny, what would you like? Um, you can either take number one or you can just kind of be sitting in the middle. 
What does number one get again? One, four, seven. All right, I'll take number one. All right. What's that? You just cut out. Let's say, don't give me number one. Well, it's too late. You don't have number one. <laughs> get lucky, I know. I got to be better at... I gotta be better at trivia. I stink at it. I'm like the only one that's really good. Me and Pete pretty much run yeah, the trivia Yeah, you guys, game. you guys own it pretty hard. Mm-hmm. I have a my brain is only good for remembering useless facts. Same. Oh, so, um, so, so I mean, so I'm, whenever you want to okay. send picks, it's up to uh, you. I don't. I can sit sorry. here all night. I'm a little tired. But... Um, Shit, I should have been ready with, with that whole time. Yeah, so you have ten and nine. Do, 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 do. Ten and nine. All right, let me hit you with a little bit of this. Um, get out of the group chat. I might have already been mentioned briefly earlier. has wait did you send it yeah oh there it is excuse me pete goes with stephen king stand by me you can't just tell me what pete's picks are <laughs> i know i have no idea what pete's pick i know so the number 10 pick in our first annual camping show one that did come up earlier the ritual okay uh is that why you're asking about ground rules no, this was a straight-up camping movie. <clears throat> I thought they were hiking and get stuck. Yeah, whatever. I love no, they were plant. They were camping. Um, so only seen this once, but um, has all of the really creepy getting lost in the woods with like random ass creature. Um. Uh. Basically, what's going on is a group of friends. Um, uh, it's they're they're basically going to either is it to spread his ashes, their their buddy, or is it just a, like kind of a memorial? That's, yeah, it's hike. just kind of a memorial hike, and then I mean the so, ending is so on the nose, like it's them trying to get over the death of their friend and mm-hmm. fighting their own yeah. demons. Yeah. So um, they go they they go to a take a hiking camping trip in like Norway or Sweden or someone somewhere where the like forests are extra creepy. Um, like the places where they go to film black metal videos. Yep. Um, <laughs> you just see random guys in corpse paint, like hiding <laughs> behind trees with a sword. Um, and, uh, so there's like, you know, there's all sorts of different things going on. There's, there's tension between the friends. Um, if I remember correctly, it's like the guy killed himself and it may have been like a drug addict situation. It's like one guy's drinking and smoking pot, and like the rest of them don't think it's. Are you like, remembering this yeah, correctly? Yeah, they don't think it's like appropriate. Yeah. They don't think it's appropriate. Yeah, yeah. Um. So, um, I don't really remember any of these guys except for the one guy, um, Rafe Spall. I've seen him in some things. Um. He's a British actor, but like nothing like crazy big. Like so, this is this is a pretty indie, pretty solidly indie movie. That was a Netflix original, right? Yep. Um, 
came out Must four be. years ago. Was oh, it four already? Uh, or, wow. or or five years ago? Twenty seventeen. I didn't think it was that old, huh? Um, and uh, basically, there's like something that's stalking them in the woods, and they find like a cult that's kind of sat. Um, uh, sacrificing things to this kind of like god of the woods almost. It's like m- made of wood. This like creepy wooden thing that walks through the woods. So, um, thought it was good uh, to make the list, but put it low because, like I was saying, I'm kind of like half remembering all this stuff, but I remember really enjoying it. Definitely has a dark, creepy vibe throughout. Oh yeah, yeah. I I really like this one. This was like a, a pleasant surprise one, and I really liked all the the tension that gets built with like the frustration and anxiety of being lost and all this weird shit happening, and then it's causing you know like these these group of friends to kind of turn on each other and snapping each other and fighting while they're trying to survive, and then the payoff like. The monster reveal at the end is just really, really awesome. I mean, oh yeah, it's a super cool looking creature that they made, and it was very unique. Um, I loved it. Like it was one of those ones that I was kind of like cheering at the screen when the reveal happened, and very fitting. Have you seen this, Sean? No. So I had a bunch of movies written down to watch for this list and this was on the list of, of things I wanted to watch yeah I don't know I mean I'm sure we'll reveal what else is on your list but put this one towards the top it's it's a good one I'm a little torn here because I I feel like at least I know I want to say at least two of these movies are on your list this movie is definitely not on any of your lists so I'm just going to put it on here that's what the bottom even for. though this is even though this is too low for this movie, I want to put it on the You're list. You're confident it's definitely not on either of our lists? I'm almost positive. Hmm. Because it's the one that I was kind of questioning whether it's camping because something happens that causes them to be lost. Yeah. <laughs> and, nope. and, and hey, maybe I'll talk about it and then you'll say no, veto it, and I'll pick something else. Well, I've never heard of this one. If you... Oh, sorry, but um, you're it's an amazing movie. I'm like eating a freeze pop. It's delicious. Love freeze pops. Yeah. Um, <laughs> the number nine pick from Pete again, The Edge. Um, yeah, I mean, I mean, a lot of this takes place in the woods. They also go to a lodge. The only thing is, uh, like, with this theme, where do we draw the line between camping? And a survival movie. Because they're two very different genres. That's very true. So, I could either talk about this movie or I could pick something else. I think we need a group vote here. Sean, what do you think? Because I see this more of as, as a survival Pete, movie. Pete, I, I haven't seen it. Pete, tell me about the movie. Uh, um, Anthony Hopkins and um, Alec Baldwin... Uh, get into a plane crash in Alaska and have to survive in the woods while being stalked by a grizzly bear. Yeah, it's a survival movie. Sounds like a survival movie. Okay. Great film, though. 
I think it would be a fun, a fun. That's, that's why. I, that's why I asked my question. This would be a fun topic for a future list. I'm gonna write this down. Survival. In the wilderness movies, we can do it in honor of uh, Beast coming or came out last weekend. That Idris Elba beating up lions. Yeah. Or something. Cool. Was punching it in the face. CGI yeah. line. Awesome. Oh, Pete. That means it's you again. Right. Or, Probably also a little low for this, but I spilled freeze pop all over myself. What flavor did you get? Oh, you got one of the tropicals. Oh yeah. Um, I can't write. Number eight. I mean, number nine. Yeah. Re redone. Adam's family values. Okay. Was this, is this on your guys' list? I uh, actually forgot about, it, but very valid, and it would have been right around. So it's not right like around, the right around movie, this range. But... Not the whole movie, but Wednesday and Pugsley are basically in camp almost the whole time. Yeah, I and, had it at uh, number eight. Oh, cool. There you go. Um, I mean, what can I say about the Adams family? And this is like the iconic Christina Ricci that we, as young boys, all fell for, right? Yep. Big time. I mean, yep. It's it's weird to do to think of it now because like you're going back and you're watching a movie where she's like twelve. But you know, yeah. But we were in that age when this came out. Yeah, we were younger. I mean, we're younger than her. So, yeah. um, and now we get to watch Yellow Jackets, where she's a crazy psychopath. But when's that coming back? I love that show. Oh my god, I can't wait. But um, you got Uncle Fester, played by the iconic um, Christopher Lloyd. Lloyd. And. Um, you know Morticia and who plays Pugsley and and was he was he ever like in other things? Because he was I so like so. I, I, I no unless he up. looks really different now that he's grown up. Maybe he's in stuff. I don't know. It's like he was in a couple Star Trek things. Um, you got Raul Julia. Yeah. Um, Angelica Houston, another heartthrob. Uh, Joan Cusack plays brilliantly yep, the yep. psycho uh, gold digger. Um, and she also, you know, I mean, I have a soft spot in my heart for the Cusack family, but she's also hot in this movie. Um, I mean, she's a good-looking lady anyway, but, you know. She's not usually portrayed that way, though. Right, 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 right. Oh, um, Pete, Pete, random fact. Uh, the, the guy who played Pugsley is Jimmy Workman, which I have no idea who that is, but he is the older brother of Ariel Winter from Modern Family. Oh, interesting. Um, so the one um, kind of camp leader is um, the actor Peter McNichol, who I believe was also the, the museum guy in... Um, Ghostbusters too. He's sure, kind of just sure another, just he, another. Uh, he is Vigo. Yeah, kooky, kooky character. Um, this is just childhood classic. Um, I guess you could call it horror adjacent. I mean, it's like definitely a family comedy, but. I mean, this um, one's fun because it takes, like the whole kids going to camp, you know, um, stuff we, that we know all you know know about. And turns it upside down with like Wednesday and Posty running running amok and doing their thing. 
amongst yeah, and, the camp and campers. And I'm not going to remember it off the top of my head, but she gives the great speech as the Native American talking about how the Native Americans were raped of their land. And, yeah. Um, and at the big family thing at the end of the summer. So those are my two early picks for the list. All right. Sean is in with his number eight, which he said is just for me. And I know Vinny will be happy. Mother's Day. Uh-huh. Oh. I went with a straight trauma pick. A little bit. I had this at 10. Um, but I thought it was worth putting on the list. At least, at least at eight. It's a good one. Uh, I, I was a... wondering if this is what you what you watched. No, I've seen this, and it's definitely um, out there, and, and a little oh, bit ra- a little bit rapey. A little bit rapey. <laughs> uh, but yeah, it, so this it, is a... yeah. Go ahead. No, no, no I'm, I'm sorry. I'm just agreeing with it. It's a good pick. Uh, yeah, uh, I'm not like a super familiar with trauma movies, but I watched this and and had fun with it. Uh, you know, despite the rapey, uh, the rapey portions, but um, uh, three girls go camping uh, in the deep woods, um, and there are two inbred assholes and their deranged mother out there, uh, who see. It seems like the town knows that they're there, but nobody really seems to give a shit. Uh, they end up kidnapping these girls and. Uh, there's a lot of fuckery that ensues. Well, yeah, I mean, it, it gives you the feel of like deep Appalachia, so you don't really feel like anybody in town. Th- yeah, they, it's I all think that. They, they call it like the Deep Pine Barrens or something. In oh, movie. okay. Yeah. Shout out New Jersey. Um, there was a Joe Bob for this. Was there? Yeah. Uh, yeah, but I really enjoyed it. Uh, it's like straight '80s schlock. Uh, the effects are are fun. Um, kill the kills are fun. Uh, yeah, have you have you guys watched this, Vinny? Uh, what Vinny? What are your thoughts on Mother's Day? Um, not. I mean, you know how I am with trauma. Not my. This was an acquisition, right? Oh, really? So, well, that's even more impressive than is it, it's not my most hated trauma. Like I didn't suffer through watching it. Um, uh, directed by Lloyd Kaufman's brother. Oh, okay. Um, yeah, I mean, not, not terrible. Certainly didn't make my list, but I don't hate it. This is what the bottom of the list is for. Getting, uh, getting all these Dark Horses me picks in. Um, um, do I remember, Sean, is is there a scene where, like, the mother watches them rape the girl? Oh, yeah, they have, so the, the first girl that they tie all the girls up in the one room and they start bringing them out like one by one and they bring they bring the girl outside and have her act out certain scenes and right. they both just end up in them trying to rape her yeah which they do and she like is gleefully sitting there watching yeah fucked up <laughs> uncomfortable it was uncomfortable um and the, well i don't know if uh, yeah it's an old movie so I'm not going to worry about spoilers. Doesn't the girl, like, die while escaping? Yeah, yeah so they get her... No, they get her out, and they, they get her into the woods, uh, but she ends up dying just, like, sitting there with the other girl. 
who died like in the beginning, right? Uh, she like fell and hit her head and died right away. Or I'm mm. trying to remember, I watched this last year, like on Mother's Day, I think. <laughs> nice. <laughs> no, I don't, no, they carry her out into the woods. I don't know. She just ends up dying in the woods. I don't think anything else happens to her. Brutal. It's a classic, though. The Joe Bob episode is really good, by the way. You should watch it. Anytime something has a Joe Bob. All right. Yeah, I enjoyed it. Uh, my first little dip into trauma, really. So. Um, or trauma acquisitions. Where are we at here? Number seven. seven. Oh, I wrote my list wrong. Uh, number seven, Vinny's pick, Just Before Dawn. Anyone seen this one? I have. Um, no. I felt I felt kind of bad putting on the list because it's really hard. It, it's not available on any streaming service, like for free or to even like rent for like a buck or two. Um, and it's hard to get a physical copy. I got a sweet Blu-ray from Code Red. They're the only ones I'm aware of that have any kind of recent release of this. But if you can get your hands on it, Jeff, has this ever played at Camp One? Mm, I'm surprised it had it. I don't know. It was on Shutter though. Yeah, maybe, maybe briefly. It's not anymore. Oh, okay, that's where I saw it. That's why. Um, so this is a little gem from 1981. Uh, camping through and through, like we. Uh, going to camp thing was very prevalent in the slasher genre thanks to Friday the 13th. This was a young group of friends go camping deep in the Oregon wilderness um, to claim some property that one of the youngsters has like um, recently gotten from his father or something like that. Deep in the wilderness and once they're out there, there is a large, hulking, machete-wielding psycho that's hunting them down and picking them off one by one. So, I mean, 81 was still early on in this slasher subgenre, especially, like, out in the wilderness, uh, but it has all the same tropes. Very, very uh, low budget. I mean, it basically looks like it was, like, guerrilla filming. They went out into the woods with, like, a couple Super 8s and made this movie. And that's kind of what, uh, especially after seeing it a handful of times now, like, is the most impressive is they're, you can tell they're like actually roughing it in the Oregon wilderness to film this thing. And the location is like what makes the movie, the, the wilderness part of it. And like they're getting mountain shots and waterfall shots and them like legit climbing a freaking mountain as they're trying to get to this property. And it's all like really impressive, impressive filming and just, beautiful to watch um low-key really good casting for something that was so low budget uh there's a lot of um familiar faces and that guys that you recognize uh most notably george kennedy plays a, um, a small role as a park ranger and then um it's kind of only a thing for me but uh chris lemon is the final girl's boyfriend and he hasn't really done much except for he was Val in one of my favorite movies, Payback with Mel Gibson. If anyone's familiar with Val, great villain in that movie. Oh, don't worry, Val. I'll pick up the tab. You see me reaching for my fucking wallet? Um, and then the final girl, like, she's awesome. Like, 
she should be she should be in the mix with all the best final girls and the way she takes the killer out at the end is brutal and a, the way a lot of these movies were like it reminded me of uh like I spit on your grave or last house on the left where like she gets her revenge and ends it and then nothing just credits like there's no like oh like seeing her walk away with another survivor or getting out of the woods just kills the killer credits but the way she does it is brutal and it's pretty awesome so if you're a, if you're a purist in the slasher genre especially in the camping slasher genre check it out just before dawn 1981 sounds good all right, moving along. Who's at that six spot? Pete again. Okay. Was uh, Pete's bringing the lightheartedness? This I think is a little low, but uh, number six. I, I figured it's figured it's definitely on Sean's list, probably. But mm, number six, '90s classic, Heavyweights. Hmm. Of course. I think some heavyweights. Where did, it, where did it fall for you guys? I had a seven. Okay. Sean. Six, actually, right? Six. Okay, all right. Um, this movie holds a special place in all of our hearts, I think. But it it has one, it probably the best character ever portrayed by Ben Stiller, aside from maybe Dodgeball, which I've heard. Yeah, yeah, which I've heard Dodgeball. He kind of was just playing this character again. Um. Just absolutely hilarious. Um, and, and, like, as classic, like, have you, have you guys ever gone? Did you guys ever go to a summer camp? Yeah, I meant to bring that up with this theme. Um, yes. So I went to one, like, very stereotypical boys, girls in the woods summer camp. And it was super fun, but I never went back because they stuck me in, like, the sick kid bunk because I was diabetic. Oh, I remember this. I remember you saying And, that. like, that sucked because that immediately shunned me from all the normal kids and I was stuck with all these sickly kids. But the camp part of it was super dope. Like, we were, we were doing all the activities. It was awesome. And I would, I would have loved to go back. And But no sick bunk for me. Um, the So I was sent... I, I did a lot of... I did Boy Scout stuff. So I had that experience. <laughs> that was a little different because that was like, you know, roughing it versus like the bunk stuff. But um, I, don't, I still haven't forgiven them. But two years in a row, my parents sent me to Christian summer camp. Oh, no. <laughs> um, in case you want to know, say the things that developed this. Uh, Dude, my mom wanted to send me to diabetic down. camp. Terrible. What? what they, they put do? you guys in camps? Yeah, my, but the, my fucked, stupid doctor up, told my mom that's about it. I'm like, up. oh, well, you can really learn how to manage your diabetes if you go to diabetes summer camp. And I was like, that sounds fucking terrible. Or, you know, whatever, you, whatever they, a 13-year-old says. Do they make you wear pieces of flair? I don't know. <laughs> like, what do you do at diabetic summer camp? Like, what happens there? I want to go there's home. No, there there's, no cake. there's no cake. No cake. There's no, no cake. cake. Just like sugar-free hard candies. <laughs> um you're also so, seltzer water no soda so the one so the, the first year that i was in sorry to stray away from the movie but 
this first year that I was in at this Christian camp, we had this cool counselor that was like, he was like uh, a Marine, like home from, uh, from boot camp, and like this was what he was doing for the summer. He was like, and uh, but he was cool, and he would like tell us, teach us his marching songs. And there was this one hot chick counselor, and they both got kicked out for banging. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, that's they didn't tell us that, but we put the pieces together. <laughs> um. So anyway, but that, so yeah. Um. Of the feel of like. So even though those aren't good memories of mine, going to the Christian camp and having to like pray three times a day, um, the the um, the whole aspect of like getting on a bus and being taken to the camp and you're on this bus with a bunch of kids you don't know, it very much feels like this movie, although you don't have as much as the camaraderie because like some of the kids are like, you know, Bible thumpers and some of them are like me and like listen to fucking Ozzy Osbourne on my disc band and like hoping they don't find it. Um, so, um, you know, there's, there's a camaraderie amongst these kids cause you know, none of them want to be there. And, um, I can't imagine anyone listening to this that hasn't seen it, but like basically this camp was a fat camp for kids and, uh, specifically boys. I don't remember ever seeing any girls in this movie. Do you? No. I think it's just for boys. Yeah, it's true. Um, but yeah, it, was, it was run by like a, it was run by an old uh, husband and wife played by uh, Ben Stiller's dad, Jerry Stiller, rest in peace. And his mom, I believe, was the... They played the parents... or the, They played the couple who ran the camp that was eventually bought out by Ben Stiller. Ben Stiller turn, tries to turn it into, like, you know, fat-burning, you know, crazy exercise camp. And, yeah. and, he want, and he's trying to, like, basically sell this as, like, a nationwide thing. That's his whole deal. Um, but he totally loses it. And, uh, my fit, one of my favorite lines is, uh, he goes over the camp loudspeaker and he says, lunch is canceled due to lack of hustle. <laughs> um, but also this ha also movie has one of like the most magical scenes when, um, like the camp, the counselors finally leave and they all unload all the candy that, um, that they have. And they all that's hidden. It's like hidden in the knobs of the ends of the bed, and guys are bringing like pulling summer sausages out of their armpits, and you're just like, wow, this is that's this is amazing. Um, so uh, yeah, fantastic, fantastic movie. I always describe that scene is like what it was like going to tech school, uh, except at tech school <laughs> it, it was drugs, <laughs> not not uh, not pepperoni. <laughs> Um. So yeah, anything you guys want to say about this movie? No, good selection. Uh, Got the camp vibes. Early, early Judd, early Judd Apatow film. Mm. Yeah, yeah. Yep, um, yep. Yeah, a lot of fun. Not um, not talked about enough in the uh, Ben Stiller library. Yeah, I. I, think no, I feel like that was be... still still pretty early in his career. Yeah, he's pretty young in this. Tony Perkis. Perkis eyes. Cool. Alright, was that Sean? That was five? no that well Sean's coming up at number five. That yeah. was number six with Pete. Yeah, I'm number yeah, I'm number five. Sean's number five pick. Uh, I think it just celebrated an anniversary too, not that long ago. Uh the Blair Witch Project. 
Nice. So I just was going back and forth on what to pick for this. And I, I, I mean, I love the Blair Witch, especially for what it was at the time and what it did for horror, but I didn't really want to see it come in the top three. I feel like we've talked about Blair Witch a bunch. Uh, or you guys have talked about Blair Witch a bunch. Um, but everybody knows this movie. You know, some amateur filmmakers go out into the woods searching for, you know, the, the legendary or uh, searching for the Black Witch and or the Blair Witch and, you know, ending up. They ended up all. Yeah, shenanigans ensued. Uh, they end up finding the footage, however long later, when they've all bit in the dust. But, um, you know, it was a really inventive movie at the time, and you know, it was kind of the, you know, the stalwart for found footage films, which is not the greatest genre, but uh, this did it really well. Definitely the first time I think the internet kind of jumped on something too. Yeah, I mean, the, I. I, I... I'm pretty sure we like, talked about. Is it, it real? The, is it fake? The marketing campaign was yeah. incredible, like oh, and just genius. Yeah, and pick and picking actors or actresses that you know nobody. They basically were amateurs. Yes, yeah, so, they were amateurs. So no one would, would know. Yeah, I mean it was really brilliant, and the suspense they built with like the whole creepiness in the woods, trying to find a witch. Like, you know, is already going to have some scary stuff if you're going down that road of investigating and the end I mean damn yeah that is good stuff creepy the end makes this movie yes absolutely because without that scene and remembering what they said because they say it early in the movie about the whole making the kids stand in the corner thing yeah they, they, they they don't say it more than halfway through so you have to remember it and then just to walk down the basement and you just see him standing in the corner. That is immediately creepy as fuck. Yep. Yes, definitely. And I don't know if it happened with your guys, like circle of youngster friends, but like my group, as people were starting to see this thing, and I, how old were we when this came out? Like third grade oh, for wow. me? I think yeah, I was, uh, I think nine, I was like 13. I was that I saw it, so I didn't see it in theaters, but I saw it right when it hit. Oh, I did. Like I Blockbuster and Hollywood Video. I saw it in theaters, yeah. I probably was. Uh, this was. I was too young. This was '99. Yeah, so I was wow. just, just out of grade I'm school. I'm surprised I was allowed to watch it, and like my little group of friends was allowed to watch it. But so I remember all the buzz was like that final scene, like you know, if you look really close, you can see the witch. No. And I remember when I got that DVD from. Blockbuster. I was freeze framing that thing and going frame by frame trying to see the witch. And I was like, I can't fucking find her. <laughs> you don't uh, see her. Yeah, no, absolutely not. But it's the whole lore of it, and everyone, like all the buzz with kids and adults for that thing. I mean, they they did a great job. Mm-hmm. Solid, yeah, I... solid for the middle too. So that puts me at four. I'm in one of those situations where I have to have confidence in you guys making the picks and also like I, I feel like there's certain things we're going to get repetitive but how can you not because there's so many great movies in this I mean like repetitive in the sense that we've talked about these movies before oh well I can't not include this
is in as soon as I get my phone unlocked. Oh, and number four, Vinny has selected Sleepaway Camp. 1983 classic. Uh, I love this movie. Um, this is kind of like right where I where right where I wanted it in the list. The upper the upper tier, not quite top. Um, to me, this thing just oozes camp and the experience you get at summer camp. Um, and, and like the one time I went without it being like super cheesy and campy it's kind of like everything you experience at a kid's summer camp like there's weird stuff it's it's like foreign you have all these people that you're just thrown into bunks with and living with and um, obviously bullying goes along you get your little clicks all that stuff felt hit home and felt very real and on top of it, you, you, get... you have, huh? Oh, sorry. Go ahead. Go ahead. Well, on top of it, you have the slasher aspect um, and some really cool kills. This movie is so campy and cheesy, but in just all the best ways that hit. And that big reveal at the end with Angela is still a shot. I mean, I've seen this movie so many times at this point, and I still love that reveal. Like, it's still even though you know it's coming, it's just shocking the way they do it. So well done. And the kids, like, are fucking nasty and get what they deserve. And it's weird how, like, so, like, Friday the 13th, it was teenagers. This one, the kids are, like, young. And they're just awful people and getting slaughtered in awful ways. Like, it's kind of weird how they went after the young kids in this one. Uh, but I love it. And it's just an essential for this kind of list. I was going back and forth between Blair Witch and Sleepaway Camp for five. And okay. I, I changed my mind at the last minute. So I'm glad you put it where you did. Yeah, love this movie. Um, I, really like, I really like the sequel, too. It's like Angela grown up and in the counselor role, uh, which is fun. It's, it's even more ridiculous and cheesy, but the kills are brutal and... And fun. Sleepaway Camp Three, not so much. Not really my bag. Yeah. I like them all. I haven't seen the last one though. Yeah. Is there anywhere you can watch it? So the third one grew on me. I'll have to say because I didn't like it originally either, but I kind of dig it now. It's it's, it's got its moments. Uh, the, the fourth one, one, the one came out when they put out the original box set. I think it's there was like a whole hubbub with it where it wasn't officially licensed or so, I don't remember, but it was like came and went and it's apparently not very good like you could still find it on vhs i guess if you looked hard mm -hmm. enough no idea what it has to do with either i've never seen it the third one is the one where they're like kind of troubled teens right Right, troubled teens and rich kids put in the same camp yeah. to like i think it's called teenage wasteland yeah it is and like the 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 counselor i can't even remember he's one of those like that guy yeah. He's in like Dick Tracy and Scrooged and stuff. Oh my god! And like the camp uniforms in the first one was just like the dudes rocking the super high shorts and the crop top t-shirts. Um, it's just so. Well, I can't even say it's nostalgic because we didn't grow up in the '80s, but something about it feels maybe it's just nostalgic for from us like watching stuff from this era. But I love it, near and dear to my heart. Um, years ago, Sean turned me on to the podcast, How Did This Get Made? 
Yeah. Um, with uh, Jason Manzukis and uh, Paul Paul Shear, right? Yep. Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, and one of their early episodes is about is this movie, and uh, it's a funny it's a funny episode. Well, yeah, it's like the cook. Oh, I mean, like oh, the cook would never make they call it. them baldies. Yeah, oh, would, would never make it into a twenty twenty two remake. I mean, this movie could never be remade because there's so much cancel stuff in it. Yeah. Um, and like all the weird shit with the the mom, like that they just don't, they just like throw in there to make it weird, but they don't address like. Yeah, you're you're waiting to see what the deal is like, with the mom. Why is and she just never really a man? But we're not addressing it. Like it's just weird stuff. She's not a man. I don't know. I thought maybe she was a man at the beginning. Dude, do you see her hands? People have <laughs> hands, man. <laughs> Those things were coconut crushers. <laughs> I mean, you wouldn't even have known if they didn't pull that finger uh, rope thing out that yeah. ties the string around her finger. Look at the weirdest things. <laughs> All right, Pete's coming back with number three. It's a doozy. Wet, hot American summer. Oh, damn it. I forgot nice. about this one. I didn't even think about this. I was this worried movie. it was going to fall off. No, I wouldn't have let it. That's why it's here. <laughs> this movie, first of all, all right, 2001. This movie has like everybody, yeah, every giant comedy star. Like, yeah, yep. So, uh, like, of already, already, like, established fame, Janine Garofalo as like the head of the camp. You have David Hyde Pierce from Frasier as like the guy. He's like the neighbor of the camp. It's kind of a weird. You're not really sure. Like, he has nothing to do with the camp. He's, like, the neighbor. But he and Jenny Garofalo has a, this flirty thing going on. You got Michael Showalter, who's the writer, as one of the main characters. You got Paul Rudd, Christopher Maloney, uh, Molly Shannon, Ken Marino, Joe Lou uh, uh, Truglio, Michael Ian Black, Bradley Cooper, Amy Poehler, uh, Elizabeth Banks. Like, the list goes on and on and on. Kevin Sussman, a uh, bunch of people. Judah Friedler, uh, Friedlander, you'd know as the one of the writers from 30 Rock. Judah World um, Champ. Uh, H. Don Benjamin, the voice of Archer. Uh, and who else? A thousand he, other he, people. Yeah, Bob yeah, he's from the guy. Burgers, right? Yeah, he's the uh, he's the voice of the can of vegetables. <laughs> um, so this movie takes like everything. <laughs> this movie takes everything that like the, the like the raunchy kind of counselor stuff that you get in like horror movies, except it's just a comedy. So like, but he but it's hilarious because it's both. The counselors and the kids, like the kids are horny and trying to get with each other. The counselors are horny and trying to get with each other. Um, and uh, it's just it's just a full on uh, awesome comedy. And then they did the, they did a did you guys watch the um, Netflix series that they it did? Was kind of weird. Oh, completely. It was so, it was so, it, they they. They played it as if no time had passed, right? Yeah. They, yeah. And that they made it, it, that made it, it was weird. the last day of camp. It was supposed to be like yeah. the next day or something. 
Yeah, now they're all like middle aged, and they're all like twenty years older. And... It was, I mean, it was like an ambitious idea to do it that way, but it was weird. <laughs> they all had to basically must have donated their time. There's no way, even with Netflix doing it, that they had the budget to pay for all those people. Yeah, but no, I, they must the have one, done that just for fun. But the one hilarious thing is, is that they brought in Adam Scott to play Bradley Cooper because they couldn't get Bradley Cooper. <laughs> so Adam Scott was just the same character and like I don't even remember how they addressed it. They, I think in fact I think that they just didn't. Um I think it was Adam Scott, right? It was Adam Scott? Yeah. Um so yeah. Um and but like the the thing is that they they took the whole thing with Christopher Maloney and the can of vegetables that's like a brief thing in the movie and that's like a whole story arc in the show yeah and i think like this is the kind of thing like only people who are fans of this movie would even bother watching that show and even then only like those of us that are fucked up in the head <laughs> watch the show and it wasn't good but it was I mean, funny it, because it, i i yeah. laughed i remember laughing at it at yeah. a bunch of parts but yeah. it was just yeah. Same. so weird and like, like you said like there's no one you know, like of a younger generation that's going to stumble across that, like, oh, I want to check this out. Like, it's it's, yeah. it's a very niche <laughs> crowd of that. Very, after. yeah, very, very. But yeah, I mean, this movie's iconic um, and really under the radar. Like, I think there's tons of people that have never seen this movie. Yeah, I don't know. As why iconic, so, I don't know why it's so under the radar because it's like, yeah, like with how iconic and how like badass the cast is, it's weird that. No one talks about it. Yeah. It had and its Paul time. Rudd, Paul Rudd is, like, he doesn't, he's, like, the least Paul Rudd character in this movie. He's, like, a total douchebag. Um, yeah, he's the hot guy. Yeah. But, like, blows off all these girls. Like, everyone everyone wants to bang him, and he's just, like, whatever, you know. <laughs> no, this is a great movie, man. And it, and it really is a who's who of, you know, people that were really pop popular over the next, like, 10 or 15 years. Faux show. Number two picks coming from Sean. He's, Don't let me down. He's got my favorite. Make my number one easier. I think it should be number one personally, but, you know, whatever. Yeah, I, I did this a little purposefully. I'm, I'm, uh, I'm, I'm putting Vinny in a corner. Yeah. Go ahead. Number two. The burning. Oh, I dig it. Right. That, that made my that made my life easier. I, I appreciate that. It's another one we talk about a lot because of me. Sorry. Yeah, I mean, I, I mean, just, we've been going on for a while now. If we do a lot of lists, we're gonna get a little repetitive. But sometimes um, there's some there's some crossovers. I just watched this yesterday. Uh, yeah, for the first, first time? time in a while. No, just the first time in a while. Okay. Um. That. George Costanza had a hell of, hell of a head of hair. You know that's a toupee, right? Yeah. <laughs> and his confidence. His confidence yeah. and his coolness. It's ridiculous. Like, you look at the George character, then the character he plays in this, and you're it's like, crazy. I, don't, I don't understand. You think it was really a toupee? You know for sure? Oh, dude, it's definitely a toupee. I just thought maybe he lost it, like, two years after this dude, movie. Dude, he's, like, 30 in this movie. Yeah. He looks good, though. No, he does. He looks what really good, but that's, that's just definitely good. a toupee. There's no what, way. What's funny, what's funny about this movie, and I don't mean this in a bad way, but like you forget that you're watching a horror movie for about 25 minutes. Yeah, yeah. This becomes like 
kids camping. But and the other yeah. thing is like there's a very small uh, difference in age between people that are counselors and people that are campers. But not that's this something movie. I noticed in this. Yeah, yeah. No, in this movie the age gaps unusually large. Right? You think? No, I think that they're like two years apart. Yeah, I mean the the, the one counselor like threatens to beat the one dude's ass like. Yeah, and, he, and you're like, is that another counselor? Or is that yeah, another? like, what is his deal? Yeah. <laughs> I just like Glazer. That's, yeah. What about Glazer? What about Glazer? Yeah, but like, when Glazer is a bully in the kid, and he comes over, and he's like, he's ready to beat Glazer's ass, and you're like, you, what, well, how old is Glazer? <laughs> is he 40? Because <laughs> he might be. Got my rubbers? <laughs> oh, man, the, uni- oh, wait, the, the, wait. the uniforms in this one are even, even more ridiculous. So what's shocking about that, you mentioned the rubbers. There's a time where condoms weren't already lubricated. Yeah, apparently. So he asked for he's like, lubricated he's like, hey, rubbers. That's what he wanted. He's like, these, aren't, these aren't lubricated. And, and he like, said, what? get your own lube. <laughs> I don't know. It's a weird, weird time. They were, they were probably yeah, so th- this... they were new back then, weren't they? Like... <laughs> this isn't my favorite camping horror this isn't my favorite camping horror movie, so I'm stuck at it, too. Uh, great movie, especially for the time back in the early 80s. Uh, Garden Shears is an interesting choice of uh, weapon to kill everybody with. Very nice raft uh, slaughtering. Yeah, the raft slaughtering yeah. is wild. Yeah, that's awesome. And the... Uh... The iconic image with him raising up the shears the way he does, like by the handle with the shears pointing down. Into the sun. Great, great poster. I have to say that I think Cropsey got what he deserved in the beginning. Only, not that he deserved to burn what alive. they were doing to him, but the fact that he slept with a can of gas at the foot of his bed. <laughs> Yeah. Weird decision. <laughs> he's just like, waiting for it. It's like, well, like you're kind of just... asking for. I mean, it, if yeah. he, if he if it wasn't the fire, he was gonna die of of suffoc- He was gonna suffocate himself. Like, was it just the supplies shed that they not have a place for him? And they're like, you go they, sleep they in there, guy. The yeah. Here's your workshop and your bunk. Yeah, make sure that gasoline's real close to you when you <laughs> sleep. And they don't really they they just say he's an asshole. Like they don't really say what he did. For them to really do the prank, they they're just like yeah, that. Crops, he's an asshole, yeah. man, and like that's it. That's all you hear. Well, the, the counselors were the kids, right? Yes. So the the yeah. one counselor is the main guy at the end, right? Right. Or I mean, the one kid is the main, main counselor. Main at the end, counselor sorry. Yeah. yeah, I love this one. This this was a late <laughs> a late uh, discovery for me. Like I, I wish I caught it earlier. Uh, did you see this one as a kid, Jeff? Or this catch on. This was a late one for me, but yeah. I fell in love with it right away. Yeah, yeah. it's uh, it's really awesome. I love when they show it. Camp, camp Blood. Uh, I got a sweet Blu-ray of it with some awesome special features. I got a sweet poster hanging up in the podcast studio. Definitely a favorite. Yeah, it's it's a it's a must-watch summer movie for me. Definitely. Poster by Chris. What's his handle? C F M S. QF QF Chris. QF yeah, Chris. QF Chris. QF Chris. Yeah. Lovely poster by him. One of his old schools. Yeah. All right, Vinny, you got number one, dude. All right. I mean, I'm doing a bit of a 
a service for what the episode's about and the list. It's gotta be. He's doing, gotta us, be. he's doing us all a favor by picking the, the Vinny move. I, I did mean, you a favor. I mean, not, no, I'm not saying I did a favor, but like, how can you not make this? Uh, well, I was having a hard time between two different movies, and I'll explain when we get to discards why I didn't choose the other. But I mean, like, with Camp Blood coming, the theme of the list, how do you not do this movie? I don't know. I don't even know why I'm looking at it. I know what it is. <laughs> Uh, number one, I guess the obvious choice, yes. Uh, Friday the 13th. Camp Blood. The first one? Camp Blood. Oh, yeah. Okay. It's got to be number one. Um, the start of it all. I would have picked number two. Well, I mean, if we got into well, yeah, then this becomes a franchise thing. I would have went Jason Lives. I would have went three. Uh, I think three, I would go Jason. Is what they're showing, right? fine. They're, they're showing three, right? On yeah. Friday? Yeah. 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 Uh, um, Chuck and Chili will be there. Yeah, I wanted to sign something, but I don't know what. No. Chuck and Chili. Oh, you. <laughs> I was thinking of... Um, Larry Zerner? Yeah. Yeah. I don't have him sign. What the fuck do you have? A mask? Get a mask. Yeah. I'm sure he may have... Well, I don't know if he has. I mean, he's the reason for the season. He he gave well to give Jake the Jason the Jason took the mask off him. Actually, I have. Oh yeah, maybe I will do that. I have a mask. Yeah, that's a good call. Yeah. Anyway, cla- I mean, there's not much to say here. Classic. Uh, the camping aspect is like like the previous ones. It's like reinforced, thrown through stereotypical uh, awesomeness. This one, uh, I guess I should have been scared, but I remember like wanting to be a camp counselor when I grew up. I was like, oh yeah, I'm gonna smoke weed and have sex. You don't have to be a camp counselor to do well, that. Well, at the time, I thought you did. I thought it's the only time you can get away to do those things. Yeah. Um, now, what I wanted to ask you guys with this one, did you know about the Mrs. Voorhees reveal before you watched it as a youngster, or was that like a big surprise twist? I had seen like most of the other ones before I saw the first one. Same. Yeah. So, was that a big twist for you? No. Because it's explored in some of the Well, it's mentioned ones. in the other ones. Especially like... Yeah, you're right. Well, then maybe I didn't see those. So it was a big twist for me. I, I was really young when I saw this. And I remember... I like, think... Waiting for the Jason Voorhees hockey mask reveal. Yeah, like just... Yeah. And then it didn't happen. I was like, what, is it, what the fuck? It was his mom? Like, it blew my mind. And then her getting beheaded was just like... Bah. Yeah. <laughs> I think I knew because I saw Scream before I ever saw this. And okay. Scream that makes sense too, re- yeah. reveals it in the beginning. Yeah. It's one of the questions. Same with me, Pete, actually. I saw Scream before I saw this. I, I took a while to see Scream. I was too scared to see it because my friends told me Drew Barrymore's head goes in a mailbox. I was, <laughs> I was too scared. <laughs> they didn't mention the part where her guts were hanging out. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Head in the mailbox. I was like, I can't, I can't see that. Can't handle this. <laughs> Um, but yeah, a classic. I figured I would I would end it with a, a major head nod to our weekend coming up. But uh, when we get into discards here, the one I was deciding as a potential number one, but then last minute realized that there's no camping involved. But I really wanted to have the great outdoors top on the list. I mean, they the sort of are. They're on a trip in a cabin yeah it's like i see where you're going but i love that movie i mean that's like you know summer essential well sleepaway camp's not really camping if you're gonna say well was we included going to camp oh right 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 okay i see what you're saying i missed that part when did we say that we're not the jump oh 
My bad. I was probably daydreaming. Um, nobody said Eating freeze pops. No, yeah, that was a good freeze pop until I spilled it all over myself. Nobody mentioned meatballs. I don't like meatballs. Really? Yeah. So, well, overrated. For that me. was on. That was on my list of ones I wanted to watch before uh, doing this. That I, I just didn't get a chance to watch it. We'll have a date. I've never. I've never seen it. Oh, well, then we all have to have a date. Need to see meatballs. I didn't um, really have anything non-horror. I mean, horror is the big except, one. Except for heavyweights and the great outdoors. I mean, there's plenty of ways it could have went, you know. You could have said uh, Evil Dead. Yeah, I wanted to... I would have had uh, Tucker and Dale on here. I know you guys have talked about talked about that before. Tucker and Dale versus Evil. Yeah. I also don't like that one. I love that movie. I know you do. Uh, I don't know what um, you have against it. I can't. I, it's not. I have anything against it. I can't get into it. I've tried like watching that movie three or four times. And I'm just like, man. Yeah, the I other already com horror comedy, and that's a good one. The other um, non horror I had was Camp Nowhere. Yeah, I remember that vaguely. That was another '90s one, right? Like right around the same yeah. time as Heavyweights. It's Christopher so, Lloyd again, isn't it? So it's Christopher Lloyd, yeah. and he's like he's like a ne'er do well like kind of drifter town guy, but I think he used to be like a teacher or something. But he got he like got fired or something. So basically, a bunch of kids, and this is why I love I love the the it's got a great premise. A bunch of kids basically. It's almost like um, that that movie uh, Accepted, where they make the fake college. But these kids make this fake camp. All of them, and each of them tell their, like the girl tells, two girls tell their parents that they went to like gymnastics camp. The guys tell them they're at like basketball camp. And all these friends basically get money together and pay Christopher Lloyd to be, basically like be, to live in like the counselor bunk. And just like deal with parents and say that he's the person, and then they all just party and like have fun at this camp all summer. Huh? Um, it's actually an interesting idea that you know back in the day before cell phones and tracking and everything, you might have been able to pull off. Yeah, it, it's got it's got a ton of people in it. Um, so if you guys are looking for like a good lighthearted thing to throw on um, sometime. It's a. It still holds up. Um, and then, uh, have any of you seen Backcountry? No, I've never. I feel like I might have no. heard of it, but so I finally watched it today. I feel like the, the 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 streaming services have been trying to get me to watch it forever, so I finally <laughs> turned it on. And it didn't make it didn't make my list. I wouldn't have put it on, but. Because it's like it's basically a, it's a it's an animal attack movie with a bear. Mm. Oh, okay. Talking my language. Um, yeah. But it ta- there's a lot of nonsense. It's kind of like this this couple decides to uh, the, the the guy wants to go into the woods and bring his girlfriend on this trail that he used to hike when he was a teenager and bring him to this special spot and he's going to propose to her. And there's like a whole lot of them just walking through the woods. There's like one creeper guy who like is just there and then he's not. And then then they realize that they're not 
where they're supposed to be because the guy refused to take a map in the beginning from the ranger. And then next thing you know, that like the guy sees a bear track, then they see like the bear's den. And then, so really it's almost worth it for the mauling scene because it's really gruesome. And I feel like it's the only thing that they put any money towards, but it's really short. And like, you don't really, and you'd have to pause it to get a real good look at the, at the body, but. What's it called? Um, Backcountry? Backcountry. I love an animal tax. I'm surprised I haven't seen this one. Um, but it does, I mean, can you imagine like being like face to face with a bear? Yeah, beat it up, dude. Dude, I would be shitting my pants. You don't think I yeah, could beat up a bear? Have, dude, but, but how quickly... style that thing. And how where it's quickly, blood. like, it would fuck you up. Like, one swipe of its paw... Oh, your head's coming off. Tear, tear, tear half your face off. Yeah, it's dude. nuts. I actually, not too long ago, I think I had, like, a weird dream about it. Like, a, a giant bear. And, man, um, it's not fun. Did you ever see that video that was going around, like, kind of viral with the mountain biker? And the bear was chasing him, and he had no idea... Until he yes. did, and he was just like booking it on his bike. I mean, yep. he was so close to being. It was a big grizzly. It wasn't just like some yep. black bear. Like this thing was chasing him on his bike for a long distance, and he didn't realize it at first. And his like GoPro was just like catching the bear behind him. And then when he heard it and realized what was happening, he started pedaling, and the bear was not giving up. Like he had to get out of there. It was wild. dude. The- Bears can top at like forty-five miles an hour. Yeah, he so he must have been booking it to outrun this thing. Yeah. Um, Yikes! Another bear thing, and I considered putting this on, but it, it I don't it wouldn't have really fit properly. Have you guys seen the documentary Grizzly Man? Yeah, yeah. and it's funny you just brought up a documentary because yeah. I had one too. I was thinking about um, Alone in the Wilderness. Yeah. Um. Yeah. But that movie's fucked up. Yeah, Grizzly Man is is. Uh, there's a lot we could say about that. I don't want to get into it right now. <laughs> I just love when Werner Herzog. What else? I I really didn't look too oh. deep. I just knew you guys would have some good ones. So. Uh, yeah. Do you really want me to bring up the Parent Trap? Oh uh, yeah, <laughs> I saw that a lot. <laughs> Lindsay Lohan, Lindsay Lohan classic. Uh, I've seen that movie way Dennis too many Quaid times. and Natasha Richardson. My sister. I mean, can you imagine? Showing up to camp, and there's another you. Yeah. <laughs> but but they're British. Yes. <laughs> Wild stuff. Isn't there like the exact same thing with the Olsen twins? It's called It Takes Two. Like Steve yeah. Gutenberg and Kirstie Alley are in yeah. it or something. I saw both of them. Wave. You know, Dude, I'm pretty sure I've seen every Olsen twins movie because of my sister. How many are there? There's a lot. Really? Yeah. A lot. At least there's a, a bunch. Yeah. So. The what's funny about the Parent Trap is that when I saw that movie at like I don't know nine, ten years old, whatever, it seemed like totally plausible. <laughs> like, oh yeah, happen. well they divorced, they divorced, and she took one and he took one. That's normal. <laughs> Never visit each other or nothing. Yeah, yeah, don't let anyone know you have an identical twin in the states. Oh, and then when they do meet, like, yeah, let's get the parents back together. We could totally pull this off. I can't. And what, what happened to Lindsay Lohan after that? Drugs. Her, Herbie fully loaded. <laughs> so I would put her onto the drugs. 
Probably. Probably. Yeah, Jay loves the parent trap. <laughs> oh, big sneeze. Um, all right. That was fun. I think that worked out well. Did Jerry do a recap? No, I have not yet. Let me get my book. All right. The book. So the camping show. The first annual Killer Prof from Outer Space camping show. Camp Blood pre-show, if yeah. you will. Um, number 10, The Ritual. That's a Pete pick. Number 9, again, is Pete, and that is Adam's Family Values. Then, at number... Eight, sorry, I'm I, I jacked up the top of the list when I was writing it. So number eight is uh, Sean's pick. He had Mother's Day, and then at number seven was Vinny's pick just before dawn. And now I'm back in the normal stuff where it's not confusing. Number six, another Pete pick, heavyweights. Number five, maybe the the underdog of the list in my opinion. Number five, Sean's pick, the Blair Witch Project. Number four, a Vinny pick, Sleepaway Camp, classic. Number three. Number three, Wet Hot American Summer. That was Pete. Number two, The Burning. That was Sean, one of my favorites. And number one, I guess, what is like the OG camping slasher, uh, Friday the 13th. That top five is pretty damn solid. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. The whole list, really. Like, I mean, I would watch any of these, like, right now as, like, a summer a, a summer watch. Same. And uh, This is one of my favorite lists we've, we've done. Just, I'm really happy with how this went. I didn't get yelled at by anybody, nope. which is nice. Just Before Dawn has a, a similar doppelganger type movie too called Don't Go Into the Woods Alone. Very similar. Um, yeah, I've never seen Almost one. lower budget somehow. Jesus Christ, yeah. how? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, this thing looks like they I know. had a dusty Super 8. Like, oh yeah, let's bring this out into the woods and yeah. try to film, make a film. Madman could have made this list. Madman. Yeah, yeah. Thought Mad about. Yeah. I thought about bringing that up with the burning because of the cropsy thing. Um, it's a great subgenre. Yeah. What? Uh, I was just thinking of another one. Shit, I lost it. Oh, I was gonna say. I was just gonna say that uh, the seek there the remake of Blair Witch is actually pretty good. I have not seen it. Yeah, I never bothered Vinny, to watch it. No, Vinny, I haven't. I haven't no, Vinny, Vinny, you told me to watch it. I did. <laughs> yeah. Uh, maybe I did then. All right, fair enough. But I pretty sure, pretty memorable. Yeah, it can't be that memorable. I thought I skipped it. <laughs> Whoops. Decent, I definitely decent. put not not I, like amazing, but I put Stand by Me on my list because I put it on all of them. Yeah, I don't. I don't know if that's a <laughs> camping movie. I don't really like that. Movie. They sleep. <laughs> so in they the don't woods. show them. They don't show them camping, but they clearly like sleep in the woods yeah. for multiple days. They also don't show the leeches on his dick, but you know they're there. Mm -hmm. It's also an overrated movie. What? What? Stop it. Not a fan. Now you're about to get yelled at. Oh, it's a great, it's such a good movie. Did, you know it, it, did it make the Stephen King list? And you know what? It should have made the Stephen King list instead of Silver Bullet. Woo. Here we go. Wait, are you saying that you're happy Silver Bullet made it on the list? Oh, now, nope. now Silver Bullet has a known known diddler in it. Now. Yeah, now we have to cancel Silver Bullet altogether. <laughs> Why was it busy? Yeah. Well, then the day after he took his pants off and smoked a cigar on a bench. Yeah. Weird. The man lost his mind. He can't help it. They motorcycle accidents and drugs. I bet he diddled that little kid in the wheelchair. No. That's messed up because Corey Haim was in fact diddled. 
Oof, we're getting deep into this some stuff. Getting dark. I don't like it. We're gonna get out of here. Um, All right. So, are we gonna do a little uh, camp blood check-in while we're there? Yeah, hopefully. We'll see. Okay. There's a lot of us. It might be tough. We have. Well, we like, gotta make sure we do it before the booze. Starts. Yeah, we got like a legit shanty town of like 20 people. Maybe. Uh, like, I think a. I think a Saturday morning hungover. That's what uh, I'm thinking. That's what I was thinking. Fun. Like before we hit the the public pool. Uh, me and Jeff will like hop in the car. And just have like a rotating group of people One. coming in and out of the yeah, car. Yeah, that'd be fun. And then to the public pool. And then to the I'm, pool. I'm gonna I'm gonna skip the public pool. Uh, no, you're not. What are you gonna do all day? Well, I have uh, I have my tattoos. Not gonna be that. No, old that's yet. true. Yeah, you can't be I... jumping in pools with that. Well, you can stand there and just look cool. Yeah, like, I'm yeah. gonna bring my big water canteen and fill it. Oh, actually, Pete, while we're on the uh, air. <laughs> We should bring the shenanigans for your summer drink. Because I was thinking about uh, yeah. filling my water canteen with the summer drink to bring to the pool. So uh, yeah, I'm gonna, I'm gonna. I went to the liquor store today, but I'm gonna Thursday is really my last day that I'm gonna have to do anything. So I'm gonna hit the distributor on Thursday. I'm gonna get. I, I already have some beer, but I'm gonna get some ranch waters because they're delicious and uh i'm gonna get the making oh yeah we're gonna have plenty of stuff we're gonna have various beers we're gonna have this weekend's gonna be trouble shane already mentioned seltzers we're gonna have pbr hard coffees for the old hair on the dog in the morning i'm probably Um, i'm probably gonna drink a steady diet of miller light (laughs) i have whiskey and tequila yes i'm not touching anything there's there's gonna be no low low alcohol beers in my cooler Yeah, I can't. No, we're good. We're good. We're Fridge full of we, we yeah, I'm bringing, We're going hams. I'm, I'm, no, I'm drinking Miller Lights. I'm not even lying. Um, gonna, it's got to be a, a gathering, though, man. We got the Killer Pod crew, the Camp Blood crew. It's going to be fun. Gonna be time. I'm going to shotgun. I'm going to shotgun every beer I drink. Well, you have fun <laughs> falling asleep before the movie starts. <laughs> yeah, I, I learned my lesson when I had the freaking migraine from God knows what sugary drink. Well, I'm you got to make sure you hydrate. Oh, that too. I'll bring some liquid IVs for you. Okay. Oh, yeah. I'm going to have all the water. <laughs> all the water. All right. If you could bring my orange water. Dude, it's already, I already put it in the yeah. backpack. <laughs> Look, we're, we're not doing our shopping lists on the show here. Um, we will catch up, I guess, after Camp Blood if we don't get something done there. We'll get something done there. Sure and then, know. once again, if you're there, stop on by. Find the flag. It'll yeah. be high. It'll be, it'll be it'll be flying. It'll be plenty of us. So just slap someone on the, the ass and say, yeah. "Are you uh, part of the Killer Pod crew?" And they'll point in the right direction if they're not. <laughs> uh, but until then, I forget what I say. Love, peace, and <laughs> no. Peace. I say something before that, but I forgot what it was. What do you, you say? Uh, oh yeah. Until next time, we're the Killer Pod crew. Love, peace, and chicken grease. We are out of here. And we're out. And that was sober, I forgot.